myself once again So I dream of a man whose hopes never end To kiss with a girl who's as lovely as you I'd give you my heart One thing I've noticed about myself over the years is that the song that's in my head tells me a lot about how I'm feeling. That's probably true for lots of people. And so it's I've found it very beneficial to pay attention to that because when I do, uh, then I'm like, oh, that is what's going on with me right now. And so I wanted to share with you the song that is in my head today because I think it captures somewhat of what many of us are feeling. Now, most of it, well... The point of the song, honestly, I'm not entirely sure what it's about. I can guess a little bit. Um, So I'm not saying that all of the lyrics of the song are exactly the situation. But a couple of the lines stood out to me. The song uh, is a Flogging Molly song again. I quoted one the other day. Uh, This particular one is Black Friday Rule. And that was the introduction to it you just heard. And I can maybe guess it's about the uh, political economic situation of Irish immigrants. Uh, which is not what we're dealing with exactly. But the song, especially the very staccato intro, and really the whole song is that way, has a back-and-forth ring of frustration, confusion, optimism, but still uncertainty, which are all of the things that we are struggling with right now. That opening line there, I want to believe in myself once again, so dream of a man whose hopes never end. For many of us, Our hopes, our expectations for the future for the couple months uh, have been severely dashed and changed. You know, I was looking forward to the NCAA tournament and, you know, I liked watching NBA basketball and things like that. Um, I enjoyed having the college students here and ministering to them. All that's not that it's about me, especially for the college students, it's about them. But all of those things have been taken away. And so, you know, woe is me. There's much more important things happening. Um, But those are just, those are the ones that, or shocked us the most at the beginning, I think, the things that brought this whole situation to our attention. Like, oh my goodness, if you're going to cancel all of that stuff, which just seems so so reliable, then wow, this is really serious. So I think many people were left with a sense of, of despair, of the, the plan for the next couple months, of you know joyful things upcoming, things they look forward to have been taken away. And so there's this, well, who am I? What do I do? What's happening right now? And so the sentiment of, I want to believe in myself once again. So you remember a man whose hopes never end. You know, our hopes have been dashed, and so uh, we want to to rally from that. And it goes in waves. It goes in stages. And sometimes, I mean, we've probably right now, we've had more uh, bad times than good times because there is just so much uncertainty. We have you know, no idea what's happening from day to day. Um, though hopefully... Hopefully now, there's been some settlement. Uh, by no means are things over, uh, but uh, we're kind of resigned in a, in a way to okay, quarantine is happening. Uh, we shouldn't be going to big crowds. We should be, you know, washing our hands constantly, being more careful about stuff, uh, all those sorts of things. And we're um, maybe maybe settling into it. Um, I'm hoping that eventually there can be a sense of. Um, familiarity with it unfortunately um not unfortunately to become familiar but unfortunately we would have to be familiar with such a thing Uh, it's like people who are in war where of course war is a terrible thing and obviously has lots of long-term effects i'm not saying it doesn't but at a certain point there gets to be a a uh, you get used to it 
And it just sort of becomes part of what's going on. And it's not so dramatic anymore. And in a way, it becomes less stressful than it was at first. Again, not making light of war whatsoever. Of course, it's um, dangerous, terrifying, has long-term consequences. Um, but there is a sense, you know, the a soldier in his first battle is feeling way different than a soldier in his fifth battle. Uh, and so I think we're in that transition stage right now of we were the first battle is has come and in a lot of ways still is happening, um, but we're beginning to be resigned is the wrong word, but we're begin, beginning to get uh, comfortable and familiar with this type of situation. And so there can actually begin to be a sort of optimism where things can, or at least we begin to settle into a new normal. And so that gives us uh, perhaps a strange bit of relief in there. And I think this next bit of song, of the same song, uh, captures more of that sentiment. If you caught the lyrics there, he says, after a while, my mouth's not so dry. So he's begotten to get used to this. He's beginning to uh, sort of fix the situation. I'll dance up a storm, sir. Life's looking fine. He's learned to rejoice in the suffering. But as darkness falls, I return to my bed. Don't ask me more questions. Don't mess with my head. There's a high moment. He's begun to recover. Things seem to be okay. Let me go. We can, we can dance again and have fun. But as darkness falls, as things sort of settle back in again, as, as we hear some new bit of news, uh, things, the optimism that we had fades back away. It's not, it's not a lasting thing. And I bet we're going to go through lots of cycles of that. Especially as we're quarantined, we'll, be ha- we'll have days of, this is awful, this is terrible. But the days of, oh, you know, it's not so bad, I can make this. You know, oh, this has some benefits to it. Oh, I get to, to read more, go for a walk, and uh, you know, do things that I wouldn't have time to do. I can you know, learn to play piano or uh, stuff like that. And so there might be a, a bit of a relief there for a while, but we always have to be wary, be weary, be wary, there we go, be wary that it doesn't stay like that. Uh, there's a, a, a scriptural or a um, spiritual bit of advice that says, you know, in the high times, remember the bad times, the bad times, remember the good times. So, you know, when you're having a good time, remember that while this is a blessing it's not always going to be that way. There are going to be bad times that come after the good times. That's just the way it is. But also, by the same effect, when you're in the good time, or when you're bad times, remember that bad that when you're in the bad time, remember that good times will also follow. It won't be bad forever. So there's, well, maybe comfort is the wrong way, because if you're in the good times, you don't want to be thinking about, yes, bad times are probably going to follow later. But you can sort of double look ahead and say, yes, but when those bad times come again, then yes, also good times will come again. And so um, we will have those up and down moments, especially in this strange situation where it will seem to be uh, distress and despair and what do we do? But then we'll find you know, bright sunny days, maybe, maybe literally, but also metaphorically bright sunny days that will uh, seem to see us through, but they will fade and then we'll have, we'll have dark days as well. Um, and perhaps some of them might even be more so than us, might even uh, come to uh, particularly defining moments. And so I move on to the next part of the song then. 
The buildings they shake, but my heart did beat still. Oh, mother of Jesus, I feel pretty ill. I want to go home where my people feel safe. But there ain't no jobs! Here he comes to, he's come to sort of a moment of crisis. The buildings, they shake, but my heart, it beats still. Things might have been slightly bad before or confusing, but now the buildings are shaking and he's, he's has this moment of, of you know, his heart is almost stopped in terror. And he has this, this crying out, really in prayer, a mother of Jesus, I feel pretty ill. And it, honestly, that's, that's the line that um, I actually was in the chapel praying earlier and that's, the one that was uh, coming to my head that made me think of this whole song is that uh, there's just this despair here that's uh, hopefully turning us to prayer. That's the, I mean, the, the some might think in the song that the author's using, you know, we might use the Lord's name in vain so we could use Mary's name in vain. You might, you might think that, but I really think uh, what he's capturing in this line and in the spirit of this whole song, he's not using Mary's name in vain. He really means this line as a prayer. He's really praying Maybe he's not praying the rosary, but um, he really means mother of God. You know, I, the person I turn to for help, I feel pretty, I feel, I feel unwell with this. This is, this is so terrifying. I feel literally sick. I want to go home where my feet both feel safe. He wants to be in a place that's of security where, where we can trust things. We all want that, right? Especially when there's chaos happening. We want to be somewhere that we can trust, feel comfortable, be normal, he says, but there ain't no jobs in the old free state. It's, again, this is talking about the the economic plight of Irish immigrants. But, you know, the, the, the of course, the job part many people can relate to now. Um, there is a lack of jobs. There are people are um, not being able to go to the jobs that they that they would have or they're getting laid off because of the all the uncertainty with this uh, coronavirus business. And so there is that uncertainty, that terror even, you know, if someone needs to provide for their family, they've been laid off from a job because, you know, suppose it's a it's a place that people aren't allowed to that aren't allowed to go to anymore. Uh, there can be a great amount of terror there, and they can feel like the the world is collapsing around them. And uh, turning to prayer is the only recourse. And obviously, that's a good thing to do. Uh, but I don't want to. I want us to appreciate the severity of that. Uh, I know some people. For my for my position as a priest, I still have plenty to be doing. My salary is not affected uh, by this. Thank you, people of God, for continuing to support the church. Um, but for many people, that is that is a great struggle. And I don't want to make light of that, and it's I think important to deal with that. Um, there isn't a quick fix. I mean, a little bit of handout of money might help, but uh, that's not going to be a long term solution. And so we're going to be dealing with the long term effects of this for quite a while. And so um, it's something to bear in mind that even though uh, you personally may not be suffering too much from it, there are people out there who are having an incredible trial of this time, and it is testing their faith, testing their resolve, and they honestly are not sure what it's going to turn out to look like. Now you might expect me at this point to uh, give some grand solution to give, yes, that's all bad stuff and that's really difficult, but here's how we're going to, you know... Here's the, the, the knight in shining armor kind of idea that's going to that's gonna come through and, and, and save the day and make everything okay. Well, I don't have that. I mean, obviously, trusting in Christ, uh, giving ourselves to the Lord, uh, that obviously is the answer. But uh, in the short term, that's not going to fix, that's not going to just make everything magically go away and get back to normal. We don't have that option. And spiritually, that's not what the Lord 
almost ever does. Uh, almost never does he just presto change or fix everything and make it okay. As I've been saying over and over again, uh, remember the Israelites spent 40 years wandering in the desert. The Lord didn't abandon them, but that was part of the process. They, um, and it ended up being a great spiritual benefit to them in the end. There were high points and low points, but they made it through. And that is the point. So I'm leaving you at the end of the song. Uh, the lyrics, I've been down in this world, down and almost broken, like thousands of people left standing in their shoe. Down and almost broken, thousands they grieve as the Black Friday rule. It isn't a solution. It isn't, it isn't here's how we get out of this. But there's a resolve to get through it. Remember, it says, down and almost broken. Doesn't say entirely broken. Down and almost broken. Thousands are grieving, yes. This is a very difficult time. But there's a hidden light in there. there there's, there's not a total despair. And that's how it should be for us. Yes, we have difficult times. We don't know what it's going to be look like. Thousands are grieving. We're down in this world. And almost broken, but not entirely broken. And that's the most important point. We have a lot to go through. I don't know what it will look like. I don't know how long it will last. Uh, but when we get through it, which we will, uh, we will be better for it. If we turn to the Lord, there can be graces from this. And uh, we all pray that this will be something that we look back on, learn from, improve from, and hopefully never let happen again so that um, others don't have to deal with this, even though, it's, even though it will have been good for us. Uh, we don't want others to have to suffer this uh, thousands of people left standing in their shoes down in the world almost broken. We don't want that. We want to move forward in a positive way. But for now, like the Israelites in the desert, we are here where we are to deal with what it is, burdened in pain, but knowing that we are not broken and we will make it through.